Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio. We have special guest Dale Robbins, founder of Holvet and all-around good dude. We are going to talk about how to integrate the civilian and military slash veteran communities for the improvement of all society. Do not go anywhere. Welcome to Signal Fire Radio. So Ladies and gentlemen, we missed you, and we are so glad to be here. Uh, we had a, a fantastic um, opportunity to improvise, adapt, and overcome that I am just so excited to tell everybody about. Before I do, let us introduce my besties and co-host, Matt Mylot. How are you, buddy? I'm well. I'm stoked. Yeah? Yeah. You feeling good? I'm feeling really good. You got a haircut? Got a haircut, shave, no longer have a beard. Yep. I miss beard. I do. I miss Matt. I miss bearded Matt. It's old, Matt. Yeah. I look so old. Dude, you I don't look old. You, you just look, in. you look experienced. It's different. Seasoned. Seasoned. Weathered. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, um, our guest, Dale Robbins, you and him go way back, right? Yep. Before, before we really introduce Dale... I want you to tell the folks at home, because they're probably listening to this, and they're like, wow, the sound quality is 10 million times better than what it normally is. Can you tell the folks at home what happened in the 24 hours preceding this episode and how we had to activate our full network to be able to pull off episode 20 of Signal Fire Radio? Yeah. I mean, we full on illuminated the bat light up on the clouds <laughs> last night. We so, uh, would you say that we lit the signal fire? Ooh, no, that's a great point. So we were having a barbecue last night at Rob and Jenna's house. Well, I didn't actually cook anything outside, so does that qualify as a barbecue? It was a potluck. Potluck. We were having dinner last okay. night we at had Rob dinner. and Jenna's, and while we're just having a great time, Rob gets a text from Joe Kedinacci, our boy, the big talker at the radio station, and they have construction going underway right now. And Joe basically contacted Rob last night saying, hey, dude, tomorrow's a no-go. Studio is in-op. Like, they got stuff going on. So <laughs> Rob, without saying anything, it looks up at Evan and I, and he's like, uh, so we don't have a studio for tomorrow. But then Rob, being tactical, said, Matt, text your boys. So who are my boys? About two or three months ago, I got invited to be – actually, let me back up. One of our big fans, Andy Owens, he is like a staple of the Wilmington community. He's a big-time firefighter. He has some other more clandestine tactical roles within the uh, law enforcement slash medic community here mm -hmm. in Wilmington, also a former Marine. Um, Andy's been a big fan of Signal Fire, and uh, a few months ago, he's like, dude, you need to check, you need to get in touch with a couple of my, three of my fire buddies with Wilmington Fire, either New Hanover County or Wilmington City Fire. They have a podcast they started called Prim Primary Complete. Um, and shout out to, uh, to to the boys, Matt Hoffman, uh, Steve Hunt, and Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Oh, geez. Is I'm it King? Yes, Jeremy King. That, <laughs> Could yes. be. Jeremy, please Might forgive not be. me. Please forgive me. And he sits right in your seat. Evan, I know, I think that's, that's how I know his name. Right, exactly. Is it there on the computer that you're using? I'm absorbing it through the chair. <laughs> through the power of osmosis. Yeah. So I, because of Andy Owens, I got invited to come on Primary Complete just as a guest to come on and just kind of share my story. And, you know, fast forward a week or two on a Monday night, I meet the boys at Copper Penny right next door. Mm -hmm. And then we come over to the studio downstairs at, at blah, 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 Chestnut Street. And I stumble into probably the coolest recording. I haven't been in a lot of recording places, but this place is something that I would imagine seeing like... Anthony Kiedis and Flea doing like an unplugged <laughs> session. Like it, it's yeah. got that sex appeal um, and it's got this Uber like firefighter feel because they got like all these. The battle axe behind you. Yeah. yeah. It's, and then, it's, and then, like, uh, these, it's I, like half, half team room. Yeah. Half a like millennial office space. Yeah. Co work. It's super cool. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, I was on the show. I was really impressed with all three of the dudes are just incredible 
Um, I, I, would, I would imagine they're incredible leaders within the, the department, um, but just in, incredible community um, players and just all around good Americans. The kind of guy that like you talk to for 30 seconds and you're like, yeah, 10 years from now, this guy might be my best friend. You know, we might be running a business together like me, Rob and Evan. Um, anyways, so I reached out to Steve and uh, or, or Matt, Matt Hoffman, and dude, they opened the doors and they said, dude, what's ours is yours. You know, you guys are a part of our tribe. Right. And uh, we met Steve about an hour ago and came down here. He kind of showed us the ropes technically, gave us the keys, said, hey, we, we got all of our, our top shelf bourbon. Just go grab some ice and, you know, mi casa, su casa. Have, have fun. Yeah. And, yeah. dude, it's, I am so freaking happy that all of that happened. I am too. Um, and they, they pulled us out in the middle of what, have, what would have been a pinch. I mean, Dale drove down here from the Raleigh area. Uh, we've got other guests that are coming in today. Matt, I don't think that's going to work. Matt's trying to put his hat on over his headphones right now. Um, but we had we had guests coming in from out of town, and I think the point that, and I love about this um, was that you know you you met these guys what a couple months ago maybe yeah, and we put a call in and and they were not <laughs> they didn't even hesitate. It was like yeah yeah of course you guys can use it. I'll meet you there on their time. We'll show you how to use our system. And he just left the keys for us. So, I mean, it's it's ours now for like the next, you know, five, five and a half hours. Um, none of them were military, right? They're just... Correct. Okay. Well, I think it's a perfect segue to our, our conversation, our topic today with Dale is how do we do more of that? How do we integrate the military slash veteran community more and more with the civilian world? And I'm using air quotes, the civilians. Um how do we do more of that, bringing us all together? Evan, because you've been participating with the Honor Foundation a lot lately. Sure. lately I'll, I'll, I'll focus the question to you. How do, we, how do we do more of that? Bridge that gap uh, from your perspective for the improvement of all society. You know, I think it's, it's a matter of uh, us being able to, one, translate our experience. Um, because a lot of the things that we do in the military, they don't make sense to someone who doesn't have any familiarity because we speak very jargony we speak language that's full of acronyms um you know the jsoc yeah we get comfortable in it and again in a team room setting where everybody talks like we do and thinks like we do and then we don't take the time to to translate that when we are going through that transition process right. so it, the onus is absolutely on on the transitioning service member to make sure that we're available um and and like programs like the honor foundation are helping to bridge that gap between between the, the transitioning service members and people within the community who who want the incredible talent that veterans bring mm -hmm. to the corporate world, but oftentimes don't know how to access it, um, or veterans don't know how to get themselves out there. So, is it completely on on the the soon to transition veteran side, or is there some responsibility on? On the other side too, as well. The I think side. I, so. In in my opinion, um, I think the onus is absolutely on us mm -hmm. because they they, you know, the job postings are out there, but we have to get out there and and be able to apply ourselves to them. Not not just, you know, hang off the fact that we're a veteran or or try and, you know, just just rely on that status. We right. have to we have to make sure that we're we're a good fit and that we're able to tell our story. Um, and, and brief the ability that, that we can actually do these jobs. I don't know that Dale's going to agree with you 100% on that. <laughs> I, think I, he, won't, I won't say that it's 100%. I won't say it's 100% our responsibility yeah. because, you know, a lot of companies through employee resource groups and through, um, you know, the, the veteran hiring initiatives that, that a lot of companies are taking, they are they're taking those steps, but it's definitely a, a meet in the middle. Well, and I don't even know if it just, if it just is uh, applicable to employment. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about it from a from a bigger picture of, you know, how do how do we as the veteran community, the active duty military community and the and the community that did not serve in any type of military out irrespective of employment. How do we work together? You know, we're, we're I, I don't think anybody in this room would deny that the current temperature in our country is pretty high right now, sure. and there's a lot of division. How do we as, and maybe, maybe we do have to take the onus, the, the military community, maybe this, 
maybe we do have to be the the fire starters or the signal fire starters, if you will, um, to to put our hand out across the aisle and grab somebody like Dale and vice versa, Dale from his side reaching back over to us and say, hey, we're, we're going to join hands together. Yeah. We're going to work together. And it's not necessarily just with an economic result. You right. know what I mean? Like it's... It, yeah, I mean, closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah, you know, it's and 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 what's great about programs like what Dale is doing, and like with the Honor Foundation, and you know, Four Block, and and Soda. You know, there's a lot of a lot of organizations that are working to do just that. Is is they are extending that hand, and they are, you know, making the effort. Um, but it's it's again, it's it's about bridging that gap, and mm. and both both parties walking toward the middle toward toward that common goal and, i mean as veterans are we actually taking onus I, we don't have a freaking choice i mean when we when we're reintegrating and trying to assimilate back into the civilian side i mean it's not like we're taking ownership we don't have a choice right it's either sink or swim sure be in the boat or don't be in the boat yeah right and um just adding to my own personal relationship with dale i mean he comes from a target-rich environment when it comes from corporate America, right? Mm -hmm. The Research Triangle, RDU area, I mean, some of the biggest biomed, pharmaceutical research, what have you, leading technology. And Dale's, Dale's a key stakeholder in that leadership community. And the fact that he has the heart that he does and he's had the success and the accolades that, well, whole that has had because of, you know, his determination, um, it's I'd, having compared it to or comparing it to like other organizations and associations that I've been affiliated with or participated with whole that by far has been more impactful and more, I don't know. I think the outcomes are, are, are notable, very notable yeah. compared to other organizations. So he was the first person to ask me to participate and talk to a group of transitioning veterans and talk about entrepreneurship. And that, that kind of struck me. You know, and, and it wasn't, I hadn't really been, I hadn't really been on the kick that I'm in, uh, on now about, you know, veterans and active duty military considering entrepreneurship and small business ownership as the path post-military. I was really kind of finding, finding my, my feet in that, but he reached out to me. He was like, hey, we're doing this virtual transition thing. It was right, like maybe a month, month and a half after the pandemic started. Um, he was like, you want to talk to this group of people about entrepreneurship? And I was like... Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm still trying to learn how to spell it. <laughs> None of us know how to spell Entre it. Painters. <laughs> Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> um But but it struck me as odd when I first met him because he didn't have any skin in the game. And I was like, why is this guy doing all this? Dude, right? At the end of the day, nothing works. Yeah. His life on the outside, you know, yeah. remains unchanged. Yeah. He's, he's got an, a great career, and he's got a happy family, and yeah, at the end of the day, that, that's, a, that's a great point. I think that's the first question we'll ask him. Are you nuts? <laughs> Why put so much effort into it? You know, you've known him longer than me. Has he always been this worked up about it? Oh, 100%. Yeah? And like leaps and bounds above anybody else that I've interacted with or... Yeah. Um, I mean, cause you, you guys have interacted with these nonprofits that in some way support veterans. Right. And Dale, nobody, nobody that has ever met Dale or engaged with him in that conversation walks away unimpacted by his, his passion, drive, vision, and, and commitment. <laughs> yeah. You said when he walked in uh, a few minutes ago that the last time you guys saw each other, he was like going door to door at UNCW, just knocking on doors, trying to find trying to get appointment. Every time I talk to him, he's like, oh, I'm going to this campus. I'm knocking down some doors. <laughs> he's knocking down doors, but like people are listening. It's yeah. not like he's cold calling. I yeah. mean, he, he's strategic. He has the stakeholders that he needs to engage with. And um, I've never, I'll spend time with a lot of people in conversation or having lunch. And I'm just like, yeah, that was all right. You yeah. Know, whatever. Every single conversation that I've been a part of with Mr. Robbins has been, I walk away from him like, that was time well spent. He did take us to a fantastic brunch. First first time I think all of our families got together. Liv and Mads, me and Jenna, Ray Charforos, who still hasn't accepted my invitation to come on the show. 
I know. Well, we know that he's he's batting down hatches in his new career. So yeah, <laughs> Evan's a big fan of br- uh, brunch. By the way, I, I learned this last Sunday when we were at Waterman's. Yeah, I told I told Rob about the breakfast burger. Yeah, I I think that any any uh, you know, we should pick one. What right? is the best brunch item? It's obviously eggs Benedict. Is it? That 100%. is without classic without Tra- traditional without traditional failure. eggs Benedict or without equal? Okay. Yes. yes. No. So ham. Poached egg, hollandaise, yeah, not spinach, English and muffin. But I, but I do like the alternative. <laughs> Don't church it up. The alternative meat Benedicts, like I love a like a crab crab Benedict, mm-hmm. or just a or just like a lump crab mm-hmm. Benedict. That's good too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, overall, I think I think brunch is a is a pretty corny affair. <laughs> just pick one, you know. Brunch and, and you read Kitchen Confidential. You love that, Kitchen. You yeah. know that Tony Bourdain says that brunch hates, is just, just crappy leftovers. Hates brunch. Hates yep. brunch. Yep. Right. Yeah. If there's fish, it, I think it, it, he said if they're serving a fish special on Monday or Tuesday, yeah, just don't stay away just from it because it's everything that everything that didn't <laughs> everything get that sold didn't over the weekend. Turn over the weekend. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I still miss that guy. Yeah. We could go on for hours about Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Matt, are you a big Anthony Bourdain fan? Yes. You are. Yes. Okay. All right. Good. We all have that in common. Have well, I read that book? Kitchen no, Covenant. No. Of course you've read you four books in your whole life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. One of them was <laughs> Hop on Pop. <laughs> no, stop. We shall not hop on pop. <laughs> All timer. I'm still reading that almost nightly to our to our daughters. Madeline loves it because every time I read hop on pop to her, you know what she does? Mm. Hops on pop. Hops on pop. Yeah, it's like it's it's a natural. Yeah, it's more of a command to her than it is anything oh. else. Yeah. But but the whole book is about I will not hop on top of pop. They miss the not okay. portion of it, I think. But you've met my daughters. You know them. The I, nature of As a matter of fact, the Evans brood. Evan had a slumber party at our house last night, and, and you got to see up close and personal how we parent our parenting style. Yeah. yeah. I will say that uh, Mads is not a morning person. No. Was she, displeased this a.m. She was full grumpus <laughs> all all morning long. Yep. And her and Eloise share that, because I got to drag that girl out of bed. When, when, I, when I dropped her off at school this morning, she was not having it. Not having it. Whoa, whoa hold on. Yeah. Hold on. She, yeah. she went to school? Well, yeah. She goes to Primrose. Over there, sixteenth oh, right. of Martin, yeah, preschool. Right. She is advanced. MIT's been calling. I've been asking about her. Wanted to know if we'd put her in their advanced early what's childhood that, education what's that program. Fancy? Is it a Montessori school? Yeah, it's a Primrose. It's a Primrose. It's a Primrose. Yeah. Like so a like Primrose. Montessori. Aberdeen? Yeah, like Montessori is the brand. Primrose is an alternative brand. Oh. And if I if I must say. Montessori doesn't hold a flame to Primrose. This is, and I'm not uh, even getting paid to say that right now. This is uh, no, you're paying upper to crust say that. white That's people true. stuff that we're getting into right now. Oh, it is know. not. Yes. <laughs> it's a very, very diverse preschool. And getting back to Maddie, yep, I'm. I've been butthurt over the last couple of weeks because she has been diehard. My only happy place and not crying is yeah. in Daddy's arms. Just anti you know. everything. Anti everything. Well, Dale is also a girl dad. Yep, I think believe he has two. Two girls as well. Right on. Um, and so he is, and I, I don't mean this to sound rude, but he is advanced in age from us, not significantly. He's more experienced with more that. Yeah, more experienced. So I think he's gotten both of his out of the house. So maybe we'll ask him about some tips and tricks when his daughters, you know, were two and they were clinging, <laughs> <laughs> like like death was upon them to their dad or to their mom. So. Um, we're going to take a real quick break. Do not go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to have our guest, Dale Robbins, join us on Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio, ladies and gentlemen. We have an extremely special guest with us, Mr. Dale Robbins, founder of Holvet. I don't even know how else to explain everything else that you've done because you've lived a very full life. Tell the folks at home, Mr. Dale, just give them a rundown from like, the day that you first were aware <laughs> that you were making an impact in the world up until now? I have no idea. <clears throat> um, <laughs> dude, where do you start? So, uh, short version, I was at Cisco Systems for 19 years, three months and three days. No one's counting. Until that deployment was ended last year. I never served in the United States military, by the way. But late in 2009, I joined Cisco's Veterans Affinity Group. You brought up um, earlier, Evan, the ERGs and EROs. Mm-hmm. So I joined Cisco's ERG. It's now called an ERO. And the reason I joined that, there was this guy on this peripheral team that um, my team worked with. I was supporting DOD customers at that time. So all this converged 
for me to begin to be immersed into this military world in jargon and lingo. And no, I don't really understand a lot of it, Evan. Um, but guys like you are gracious enough to explain things to me. We have to do it very slowly, too, sometimes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> thank you very much for that. But there was this guy, Bill Hagen. So props to Bill if he ever hears this. That was just completely passionate about what he did, and I didn't know what he did. So I go over to his cube one day. I'm like, dude, what is all this stuff piled up? He said, well, you know I was in the Army. He said, my wife and I send care packages to these guys and ladies that are forward in Afghanistan and Iraq. I said, well, man, good for you. He said, you know we have a veterans group, right? I said, no, I had no idea. He said, well, you can join. I said, man, I never served. I'm not a veteran. He said, no, you don't have to be. So Bill actually inspired me. His, his passion inspired me to join that group. And that was late in 2009, and by 2010, I just had this idea from a discussion with actually a guy that wrote curriculum with the Wounded Warrior Project out in San Diego. I didn't even know what WWP was. And um, he said, what do you think of bringing some of these guys and ladies from the WTB at Fort Bragg up to Cisco for a day to encourage them? He said a lot of them are facing a transition in their life that they never thought they would face. He said, we used to do this in Phoenix and bring inner city kids in, into the Cisco office to encourage them there and inspire them. And all these light bulbs went off. I said, that's a great idea, Dave. I have no idea how to do it. I don't have the authority to do it. Give me two weeks and I'll get back to you. So we started Cisco's Veteran Career Transition Day and we started a mentorship program that year in 2010. One event, one site that year, five sites the next year. And by 2014 or so, I knew I had this vision to do something much more than we would ever do in a corporation. And along the way, somewhere I meet Rebecca from UNCW who brought me down and introduced me to you, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Matt the second person that you met from UNCW? So I wasn't knocking on doors that day. <laughs> um, Rebecca... If she hears this, I'll, I'll drop a lot. Maybe I'll drop a lot of names. Dale, drop as many people. as you want because the thing mm -hmm. is, is that everybody hears this. So, I so mean, we're the most Ray, Ray Charfaros and Joanna Demod and Bill Kaczynski and go. Emily Holt and Bill Mr. Kate. Downing and Miss Debbie, all our friends at Cape Fear and UNCW. Rebecca had set up a, a tight agenda for me to nine o'clock here, ten o'clock here, eleven o'clock there, and you were in that somewhere, I think. Is that yeah. the day that we met? You know, now that you're saying it, I do believe that because I think I was I was acting director at the time because we were in between directors. Assistant to the director? No, acting. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that was and and Rebecca um, brought you over. Rebecca was a, part of the leadership team at the Career Center at mm -hmm. the university, so she does. Their department's very similar to mine with executive education in that we build relationships with companies, but for different reasons. Obviously, they want placement for students. But, yeah, she brought Dale over. Um, she knew I was a Marine, and she she said, hey, you need to meet him. You just need to. And then I met him, and then it just took off from there. So what was your what was your purpose for being on campus that day, Dale? Do you recall? To meet people. To meet people? She believed in, and I do say this somewhat, she believed in me personally, and she believed in the vision of Holvet. And we were already working with UNCW. She had been to the Cisco event representing UNCW. So she believed in me. I later got in trouble with her because we were at lunch, a lunch meeting one day. Kaczynski was there. I don't know. I think maybe you were there. There were two or three Marines sitting around me. And she's at the end of the table. And I said, I love working with Marines. You guys move fast. We don't have to talk about things all day long. We just get it done. We just get it done. And I hear this voice, this lady starts clearing her voice at the end of the table. And I said, by the way, I love working with Army SF wives as well. <laughs> now, mind you, even though, uh, yeah, Rebecca at the time was a, a military spouse, mm -hmm. although she's not a veteran herself, but she's a female equivalent of Evan. Okay. Like, she's hardcore. Jack and Tan? Uh, she, she, she's CrossFit, but yeah, a female version of, of Evan. Better looking than yeah, Evan, of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. Speaking of, speaking of Jacked and Tan, what a perfect opportunity to plug our T-shirts at SignalFire.media. If yeah. you wear said T-shirt, which we have one for you, Dale, and as soon as you put it on, you're going to look Jacked and Tan. Of uh, course. But go get a T-shirt, SignalFire.media. You mean even more make, than now. Well, I, I don't know that we can take away from the shirt that you're wearing. because <laughs> 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 When this video... 
gets posted on all of our social media. I think that's going to be the top comment. No matter the quality of what you have to say or your character or anything else, people are going to be like, where do I get that shirt? Yeah, shirt. He's, yeah. he's representing uh, Paisley Friday. I don't, hey. know if you, I don't know if you know Alfredo Torres. He's, mm, he's a no. big, uh, he's a vet, but he's a big vet transition advocate on LinkedIn. I do. But, but uh, Paisley Friday is something that he might have coined, actually, but really? you're, you're rocking it. I had no idea. Yeah. No we'll, idea. We'll tag we'll tag Alfredo and we'll use hashtag Paisley Friday. Okay, so you were, you were there you were there to meet people, to share the the vision and the mission of Whole Vet, yes. which which tell our listeners before we continue on with the story what is the mission and vision of Whole Vet. How long do we have? Uh, so, as long as you want, bud. You know, I learned uh, along the way. Uh, there's a thin line between being arrogant and confident. There's a thin line between humility and weakness, and, and I think there's a thin line in life with a lot of the things we do. And I've learned along the way that, I, and I guess in the last year or two, um, Rob, I've learned to be even a little more blunt and bold with our message and not say that we, in, we intend to or we want to inspire, encourage, and connect. No, we've got the proof now, man. We inspire, encourage, and connect with everything that we do and with every company that I uh, work with and the schools we're working with and the other nonprofits, the Honor Foundation does great work, by the way, Evan, so good shout out on that. Love them. Um, when I started Whole Vet, the vision was, was simply this. Let's pull everybody together that wants to work together, that we can build trusted relationships with so that we can impact the life of Matt and his family when they're getting out or Rob or Evan or whoever. Now, does everyone want to be pulled together? You brought up the divisiveness that's going on in our country. Not everybody wants to be brought together. So I don't care, you know. If you don't want to be brought together and work on this cause with me, that's great. God bless you. Move on. But get out of the way because we have a mission that we're going to fulfill. So our programs are transition events. We've started our mentorship program, which are one-on-one mentorship relationships. We've got mentors from Cisco, SAS. Salesforce, MetLife, Caterpillar, PPD, I'll forget some. So Heard of them? A few. <laughs> Small companies, And we got a yeah. few more that we're going to add. But <clears throat> it's different companies in different industries, and even those mentors form their own network, their own networking team, really, where they share best practices and tools with every decision we make being how do we serve that individual that that mentor is serving. So what you won't find on our website, and so we fast forward a few years from that introduction to UNCW and earning the trust of leadership at UNCW. This is not on our website. We are just launching. We're in the midst of discussions right now of starting our Voice of the Veteran program with UNCW and NC State where we're working with student veterans with the schools, right? So we're going to work with the student, student veteran leadership along with the military student office it's called different things at different schools and it's not on our website for a reason <laughs> you can only bite off so much at a time so you take the i'll get back to the mission you take the transition events the mentorship program now the student veterans and once we're fully funded we'll have a marriage program and a youth program the whole vet we're trying to impact the whole person to the degree that we can while knowing we don't have every answer we're not the piece the only piece to the puzzle so all these other VSOs and nonprofits, we need you to work with us. Higher Heroes USA came to our event in November of 2019 at NC State's McKimmon Center and did resume reviews for us. Not only did they have a table to share with those there what they're doing, but they actually reviewed 73 resumes for us that day. Wow. And it was just as simple. This is how easy this stuff is. This is what I'm doing. I'm transparent and I'm honest with what I'm doing. Do you want to come work with us? Yeah. Okay. That's how we're doing it. Period. Why? Why? Why did you decide to do all of this? Dude, it's like it's like being on autopilot, man. Okay. You know, I've told my wife, her name is Ginger. That's the name I really need to give the shout out to. 26 and a half <laughs> years of marriage. and God bless. Good for yeah. you, man. I looked at her. That's more than Evan's been alive. That's <laughs> well, almost, almost. By, by the way, let's, let's not only have I told my girls not to use the word old in a sentence with her their mom and i but advanced age that uh, might be worse than brother. no no i said advanced experience no no, no you I said, said it's more advanced in age in, in age i say mature okay yeah. i am maturing <laughs> rob and i'll also say this i don't know if this will get it edited out 
I love working with you guys. Yeah. I love working. I don't use profanity much, but can I quote Tony Robbins? Absolutely. A shout out to Tony Robbins. This will go on radio, so you can't, if you're going to drop a bomb. Tony's your little brother, right? Please don't don't hide from your passion. We will bleep it. Yeah, we can bleep it. Yeah, you do whatever. You do you. I I had never listened to Tony Robbins until a couple years ago. And one of my buddies said, you ever listen to this guy? like, nah, because my perspective was, here's this big verbose guy that's found a way to get rich off people, and Mm -hmm. I just didn't pay attention. I listened to him like, okay, well, that's pretty good. A couple days later, I'm at Cisco. I'm trying beating my head against the wall, trying to get an event going with whole vet. Uh, my family's going through actually quite a bit medically, and it's just all caving in on me, man. It was a Tuesday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Like, I can't. I got to have another voice. See, this is, this is why we're doing what we're doing, to bring another voice. I'll come back to that. So flip on Tony Robbins, like, yeah, that's pretty good too. A couple days later, same thing, man. The week is just piling in on me. The home office, by the way, I've been quarantined since 2010 when I started working from home. Uh, <laughs> I, I went on lockdown. It was forced lockdown. I did it to myself. You're the it, trendsetter. It's, no, it's not healthy to do that. <laughs> we weren't created to live within four walls. So by that Thursday, I'm like, let me flip this guy on again. I got to have another voice because I'm my voice actually is not healthy to me right now because I'm stressing over things that I really didn't even need to stress over. So I flip him on and a light bulb went off. I'm like, this guy has not mentioned money one time. No, he actually cares about people. And then my next thought was, what did he go through in his life to get to this point? And then I started listening to him and I started hearing about his childhood. So fast forward to now, dude, I am surrounded by an honor to work with guys like you and ladies that have a can-do attitude. And I've, t- I've told people, I don't really like to talk to people my age. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear the, well, you know, we're, I'm 55. Well, you know, we're 55 now and this happens and that happens. No, I had both <laughs> hips replaced in 2012. I lost years off my life. My girls growing up years, you guys can pick up your daughters and and carry them, and and go to the park with them. I couldn't do that. I was more and more debilitated, debilitated, and and laying on the couch. And even the thought of having to go and pee, it would be like five minutes. Oh God, this is going to be hell to get up off this couch. So I hear Tony Robbins say, he's obviously speaking to a large crowd, and he says, uh, "Now what did we talk about? What did little kids do with a mud hole?" Speaking of your children and that brunch that we had, mm-hmm. we had a ball with your kids. Yeah. Because which, which one of your girls showed up in the plastic, uh, brightly colored galoshes? Oh, that's Olivia, my eldest. Olivia, yeah. yes. And there's a little mud hole, and yeah, she's just, just jumping up and down in it. And Ginger and I are looking at each other like, we could have fun with these kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rob, let us have the kids for an hour. <laughs> Uncle Dale will have fun with these kids. Tony Robbins says, what does a kid do? Yep, jump up and down in a mud hole. What does an old person do? No, not just walk around it. They bitch about it while they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God, that is true. So fast forward to why we do what we do, man, to impact people's lives, to impact. We had the event at PPD in 2018. Rachel Faros is sitting at the front table the front chair and at the end of the day everybody claps and he stands up and this is how easy it is matt it's a lot of work you know it's a lot of work but this is how easy we built this with people that we trust life's all about connections that become trusted relationships this dude stands up even through his jacket i could see that he was you know ripped yeah and i'm thinking well this is a guy that came down from lejeune he's probably getting out he said Here's my card. I'm Director of Veteran Affairs at Cape Fear down the street. <laughs> and uh, I believe in what you're doing. You can have my facility anytime you want it. Fast forward to 2019, and we come and do an event at Cape Fear. 7.30 that morning, Ray and I are looking good, man. We got on our ties, and it's uh, humid out, and I'm already sweating because we're unloading water out of the back of my truck. That's how we're building whole vet. We're unloading water, and we take it in and there's this guy standing you can tell right he's got the day timer or whatever you call it and he's he's looking around and ray said that's one of our guys <laughs> and we walked off and i said hey man what's going on he said 
I'm looking for this whole vet, man. I said, cool, that's where we're headed. I said, uh, where are you from? He said, Fort Bragg. I said, dude, you drove in from Bragg this morning to Wilmington? He said, no, I got a hotel room last night. I came up, I'm prepared. And I said, man, you're going to get something out of today because you came, you're hungry. I don't know what he got, but he got something. See, it's all about connections are all about trusted relationships. Mm -hmm. But in planning for that a couple of months before, Ginger and I were watching a movie one night. She made the mistake of leaving me alone. And we paused the movie, and she left for a few minutes. And, and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't leave me alone for five minutes. <laughs> she never knows where I'm going to do, what I'm going to be doing, but she knows she can trust me. That's important. And uh, so I decided I'm going to check my phone. Oh, wow, Amazon Military is going to be at our event. Oh, wow, IBM's going to be at our event. Oh, wow, ECU, my alma mater, by the way, is going to be at the event. So I'm flying high, and I'm sitting there in the dark, Matt, and I started thinking about this thing, whole vet, because it's my passion. It's my vision. And I started thinking about it, and I'm like, shoo, the mind goes over here. So by the time she got back up, I looked at her, I flipped on the light, and I said, I got to, I said, what do, we, what do we do with this thing called whole vet? How can we take it right now? and attack this veteran suicide, mm. right? And I spoke one time at a VFW and brought up veteran suicide, and a veteran came up to me later. He said, man, you lost me when you started talking about suicide. We're not all suicidal. And I thought, well, that's a very valuable lesson for me in speaking. He said, but you got me back when you said you're here to help people build their lives. I said, yeah, man, we want to do it all. But I told her, I said, how do we, how do, we do this? Do I get a Matt, a Rob, a Sean, a Ken? All these guys that believe in us, that are with us, and ladies like Alex Stockman Brackett, I'll throw her out there, Marine veteran, Urah. I, I was told I would say that I could say that I'm an honorary Marine. I can say that on occasions. Approved. I'll leave that to you too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said, what do we do with this? That we can save lives. That's what we're doing, Rob. Yes. What are we doing? We're saving lives, man. And she was very thoughtful. She said, well, maybe you're getting to them before they get to that point. I thought about it and said, you know what? Maybe so, but we'll never know. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. So it's ultimately about, I'm, I'm going to throw in all of my little taglines that I could get in. It's about building life together. We had a car, truck, bike, and Jeep show at I-95 Muscle in Hope Mills, October 24th of last year. Mm -hmm. I looked at our team over the summer and said, I'm not going to let this COVID chaos completely shut us down for all of 2020 because We've had this growing momentum with the car community, with our car shows, and I call them community events. I told our team that, and I told my good friend Matt Thews that. He said, you got to come down to Fayetteville, man. We're wide open down here. we got 400 cars at Cars and Coffee. I said, really? Evan, my wife and I go down there in August, okay? You guys get the timeline. We go down there in August and walk around. I'm like a kid in a candy store. I said, we are coming to Fayetteville to do a car show. We're selling a car at I-95 Muscle um, on consignment. Uh, two guys on that, Mitch and Calvin. Calvin's an Army veteran. I said, yeah, I run whole vet. We've done some car shows. He said, you can do one here. Really? He said, yep. I said, that easy? He said, yep. I said, I'll get back to you. That's how we did it. Mm -hmm. We had 500 to 1,000 people out there. At the end of the day, when we were giving out the trophies and awards, Lou Dunn is running car shows for me. He's an Army veteran, works at Cisco. He's got four kids, a busy Cisco job, and he's having to deal with me, by the way. <laughs> His heart is all into this thing, man. He gets it because he's lived a life. Lou's about 6'3", I don't know, 250. Lou, you can correct me later. His heart's bigger than he is. <laughs> we go to grab the microphone to, to announce the awards and et cetera, and I had a, a few words to say. First, we were going to present a plaque to Dr. Bob Adams. Doc, if you hear this. I was introduced to Doc. He's a former Navy SEAL, went on to be an Army doctor, read his books. He's written two of them. When I was introduced to him by a good friend of mine, he said, by the way, he's a Navy SEAL. I've never met a SEAL that wasn't crazy. And Fact. I met him, and I went home and told my wife, just like you guys, I said, he's our kind of crazy, meaning we can build with him. So we present Doc with a plaque, and then I grabbed the microphone for a couple of minutes, and all the passion started coming out, Rob. And it came up inside of me, it hit me like this. I said, I want to tell you people what we're doing here today. We're Americans. I want you to look around at this crowd that's here right now. They're male, female, black, 
white, Hispanic, all kinds of skin tones. There's no strife. Nobody's arguing. Nobody's not getting along. We're all relaxed, and we're enjoying the freedoms that many of you have worn a uniform to protect. I said, we're having a um, peaceful protest against divisive voices. <laughs> I said, think about that. This is a peaceful protest against divisive voices. There's no division out here. I said, the only way we can be divided is if we allow ourselves to be divided. I said, now one more thing before I give up the microphone. This is our country. Really, I was telling them we got to take ownership of our country. But this is our country. It does not belong to the politicians, and it doesn't belong to the media. So turn off your cell phones and turn off the, the media, turn off the television, and get to know your neighbor. Mm -hmm. We Robin. use the word community a lot, and that's what we're doing, man. We're building this thing called whole vet, but we're using it to build community. Yeah. Robbins for president. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the Tell only, me. the only the two caveats I'd add to that. Don't turn off signal fire radio because you would have not. missed that whole monologue. We're not mainstream. media. No, we're not mainstream media. And the other thing is Dale, you might not know this, but uh, I 95 muscle is actually what Evan is known as in Fayetteville. They, they say, here comes I 95 muscle. <laughs> it's not, entirely true but I, we will so, go with that for so sure. that was the confusion when i was telling people what we we're doing like yeah they're that's like, a wait, place we just going that at, was yeah. a dude. i thought we were just going to evan's house yeah <laughs> his yard so that yeah somebody said his yard's not big enough like, his yard yeah man i got a huge mm. place over there i love it i love it we're going to take a real quick break don't go anywhere when we come back we're going to talk to dale about how do we how do we continue to work together across the aisle as two separate communities for the improvement of our whole society. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio, ladies and gentlemen. We have special guest Dale Robbins of Whole Vet with us, and you didn't get the pleasure of hearing the cracking of a can because it happened during the break. But, Matthew, after, what, two or three shows ago, Matt, you said that you swore off you those swore energy those drinks. You swore those off. In public, you told us your best friends – or excuse me, we're not. He doesn't have best friends. He has tears. Two people that are in the bestie category. Yeah. You said that your life was changed from a book that you guys were reading, and you swore off those drinks, and yet here you are. Sarah's reading it. So she's just giving <laughs> me the Cliff's notes. Okay. Um, Cliff. Cliff I, always takes great notes, by the way. He does. We love Cliff. Um, well, dude, I, I literally have probably had one of these in the last th two or three months. Okay. I just, I was at the I was at the store today getting loaded up with cold and crispies for for the crew. And, yeah. Um, it called you. I don't know. I just wanted a nice little brain grenade to like <laughs> get the day like really grenade. going. Is that what is that what SWAT people call them? Brain grenades or, or is that? And almighty. I do correlate my quasi addiction with these to law enforcement. Yeah. Like unfortunately, Matt, bangs have only been out for like a couple years. My friend. Have you seen the CEO? Oh no, it's the CEO of Rain. Bang Rain? too. He's a no, 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 no. Bang. Weirdo. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, well, Rain is owned by Monster, which is owned by Coke. But Bang, Bang is the one Bang that has is a VPX, and that guy is—he looks like total nut job. Magnate for sure. <laughs> exactly what you would think a guy who who makes money off selling poison looks like. Picture, That's what he looks picture like. a guy that makes energy drinks for a living, and that would be him. That's him. That's his what eyes we're are schizo. He's got yeah. a receding hairline. <laughs> but he keeps it spiked up. Yeah. you know, with with it's, LA looks or Depp gel. It's like Ooh. if uh, if Doc from Back to the Future mixed with Miami Vice. That's what this guy looks like. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. That's 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 good. The references run deep here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the references run deep here, Dale. Oh, the drive here, the drive back is going to be interesting. You're going to have to unpack what a lot. What was it that Evan said? Yeah. Wow. You know what you can do is That's you can listen to however many episodes we have yes. prior to this one. Yeah, we have 12 live. We have 12 live, and, uh, but by the time this, this yeah, we have 10 in the tank. Yeah. So you'll have a top lot. Top of the T, ten in the top tank, of the T, tip, of the, tip of the tongue. Ow, now brown cow. We didn't do the muscle hamster. You didn't get a chance to do your. Yeah, because you didn't intro me. Very we're all well. thrown off, man. We're yeah. all thrown off. Everybody gonna, knows you're here, okay? Figure out this music. Thing. <laughs> yeah, it's because okay. I have a, a sultriest. Stop voice, being especially yeah. with sensitive. This, this very nice sure microphone. You know, real before we move on with Dale, you bring up a great point, Evan. I don't know how many episodes of this show we're gonna do. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I see people that have put 12, 13, 1400 podcast episodes. I aspire to be able to do that. Sure. But I think that no matter where this goes at the end of it, people will look back and they will say, Evan Anderson's voice belongs on like the Mount Rushmore 
of podcasters. So I, I wanted to share this with you guys. I haven't told anybody Ooh. except Monica. Inside baseball. So um, through the Honor Foundation, part of you know guest speakers come in and, and speak, and I had the honor of introducing Kate Payne as uh, one of our guest speakers, and she is a professional uh, personal branding person and, and uh, LinkedIn coach. So I introduced her, and I immediately got like eight messages in in the chat box on Zoom that I need to do audiobooks mm. or that uh, my my voice is sounding extra sultry. So I don't know what's going on, but uh, sultry. I Dang. think I think uh, I don't even know what that means. I think we need to kick Rob out, and I'll, I'll take over. <laughs> you'll, you'll be the host. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'm fine with that. I don't care. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever, man. It was just my idea. I, I, just, I just brought everybody together, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> it could be yours now. Um, no, you do. You have a you have a voice, and it's nice. I got, a, I got a face for radio. Yeah, you got a face for radio. Ooh, that's for sure. But the way that all of – I think all of ours work together, you know, because I talk way too fast, and yeah. I get a little bit pitchy sometimes, yeah. and, and then you come through, and you're Tiny just, bit. just smooth. Tiny bit. Yeah, yeah, Evan's definitely got a voice that would be good for, like, morning edition or – or uh, what's it called? Smooth uh, jazz or something. I love NPR. All th- they have the you? best. They have the best podcast for sure. They just had to. Well, they align print with your political values, right? Which major, none. Major correction <laughs> to a very big story of our time. This is not a politically driven show, so we're not going to talk about it. We but don't we endorse are. anyone, but Signal Fire Media. Signal Fire Media. One day, Dale Robbins, our guest, is going to be president of something. Maybe your homeowners association. You're already the president and founder of Holvet, so I guess yes. you. You get to carry that title with you. Yes. So in the intro, yes. we talked about, because Matt and I, when we first met you, I, I thought you were insane. Um, oh, he's insane. I, I yeah. didn't say that. but In the right way. Yeah. In the right way. <laughs> but it was funny because first conversation I have with him, it was like, hey, let's set up a Zoom call. Ray was our mutual connection. Ray connected us. And you were in a room in your house. All the lights were off. There's a fan in the background yes. going in the background, and all yes. I could see was the glint of his glasses <laughs> on his Zoom call. It, it, it was like it was like an Incredibles two, you know, the screenslaver. They finally oh, find the yeah, screenslaver, yeah. and it's just these two glowing eyes. Darth Maul. And I'm like, what did Ray set me up with, man? And he starts going, and I feel his passion and his intensity about it. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, he's you know, he's got something in his head that obviously he's very passionate about, but it was just so funny because that first visual <laughs> was very striking. I and guess this is how like. I found out about it. Yeah. Oh, I haven't told you about it no, yet? No, not until now. We get real honest on the show. Throw it out there, baby. Yeah, throw it out Let's there. Let's talk. Throw it out there. So um, we talked in the intro about, like, because you're somebody who has no affiliation up until prior to Holvet. Um, or the work that you did at Cisco with yep. the military community. Yep. You got very passionate about it. Yep. God, circumstance, luck, opportunity, mix all that into a pot. Here we are right now. Um, and and every day you're going out, creating new relationships, building new partnerships, reaching across the aisle yep. for a group of people that you don't don't know. No, well, I mean, he knows us mo- now. I origi- initially didn't know. But he's serving veterans, yeah. ultimately, that he doesn't know right. until later down the road. Right, right. Yeah. right. How do we scale that? I mean, obviously, you're going to scale your organization, but you can't be everything to everybody. No organization can. No person can. Uh, write me some checks, first of all. Okay. Oh, it's a fun I mean, you, you just, Rob just, check just, writer. just yeah. open that up. Rob's I'm like, a check writer. I, I, <laughs> I got the alligator on. I left my checkbook at home today. Yeah. JK. I told my board recently. Money. And, and by the way, um, uh, 25 years in the corporate world, I never considered myself a corporate guy. Start a nonprofit, don't know how to start a nonprofit. Just, I guess we do it like this live, learn, lots of bumps, lots of bruises. That's and what we're doing with uh, the podcast. <laughs> now, you know. Until 2016, if you said the word veteran, I thought you had no hidden agenda, your heart was pure because of the great people I'd worked with at Cisco, quite honestly, and, and others that we'd engaged with, like Cedric Miner at the Warrior Transition Battalion at Fort Bragg, and the beautiful ladies that worked with the Wounded Warrior Battalion East at Camp Lejeune, and many others. And then I opened up my home and my heart to a, a brother in 2016, and, and then a consultant, quite honestly, and, and, and some other folks in 2017, and, and began building Holvet. And along the way, I 
engaged and opened myself up fully to some people that, uh, see, I, there was no trust and verify. I trusted everyone. Mm. And then I found out, oh, you need to verify because some of these people have hidden agendas. Oh, yeah. Sure. But it was this burning fire and passion inside of me that continues to burn and get bigger. Um, for Hovet, if you go to our website, you'll see MVEC, Military and Veteran Enablement Coalition. We started at Cisco in 20, from 2014 to 17. In early 17, I stepped down from leadership within Cisco's, Cisco's VET CRO to not only start Whole Vet because we founded in February of 17, but my youngest daughter was going into the hospital at UNC Children's Hospital. So my own personal medical issues, having both hips replaced in 12, and then she was born with a couple of issues where she had four surgeries at UNC before she was three, and then started dealing with scoliosis. And by 14, she was really dealing with it in 15 and 16, and then into 17, she goes into the hospital 50 days at Wake Med and then UNC, where she had two scoliosis surgeries in five days. Back to what you asked, I'm getting there. I looked at my wife two nights before we got her out of the hospital, and, and I said two things. I said, we'll never be able to explain to someone else what we've been through. I said, nor should, should we even try, because it's so personal. I said, I can't explain to you what I have been through as a father and a husband and you as a wife and a mother just like you guys in your service. I'm honored when I sit down with a guy or a lady and, and I, never, I never pepper with questions, but if people start sharing with me things they've encountered on a deployment. See, we're, we're trying to go deep, Rob. It's not enough to hold an, an, uh, an event and get someone a job. We want to hold an event and they start a career. We want to inspire and encourage, right? We want you to come and get the job. We need the money to build the programs, pay the people to help me run this thing. Plain and simple. It's just that that simple, right? And it'll come. We just build it the right way, and we are. But you come to our event, and we fast forward to being fully funded, and we've got the mentorship and the marriage program and the youth program, and we're impacting the whole person because the kids go through their own challenges and fears and stresses when they the family transitions out of the military. How do we scale this? So the MVEC, back to what we did at Cisco, we were bringing together under what we called NCVEC, North Carolina Veteran Enablement Consortium. That is a mouthful. It was just this complicated. Your company, you want to participate and you work at IBM, can I put your logo on our PowerPoint? And we hold quarterly lunch meetings and share best practices. That's what we were doing in RTP for three years. So we were at Blue Cross Blue Shield, NetApp, great friends at NetApp, uh, Cisco, of course, Biogen came along. There's been no company more faithful to me and Hovet than Biogen. You brought up Bio earlier, Pike, uh, NetApp, et cetera. So bringing people together to work together. You know, you and I talked about MVEC. So when NCVEC was never meant to be owned by a corporation. So when I stepped down from leadership within Cisco, I rebranded that as MVEC under the Hovet umbrella to build out a coalition to work together. Hmm. You know, we, we just had a transition event on Tuesday, first time we've worked with the North Carolina Governor's um, Working Group and NC Strive and Wake Tech. You can go on Facebook and see this. Um, Rachel Froes actually was a panelist, uh, Shane Murray and Tiffany Henry, all good friends, but they made the drive from Jacksonville, Wilmington, and basically Harnett County into RTP to be at the PBS studios to appear on a panel. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. The message that they brought to the transitioning service members and veterans and, and the mill vets, military veteran community was spot on. So how do we scale? So if, if we as whole vet with our message to inspire and encourage have built and, and are building and will build trusted relationships with like-minded and like-hearted people, that's, that's, that's the key right there, people of integrity that care, then we can scale what we are doing personally. Our last on-site event was at the American Legion building serving Camp Lejeune in eastern North Carolina February 7th of last year in Jacksonville. Brother, it was awesome. I mean, I know I'm the leader, but it was awesome. We had 130 transitioning service members, veterans, and military spouses. We had at least one guy drove from Fort Bragg. He, he told me, by the way, our numbers never padded. That 130 is verified. I tell our team I want exact number 
of people that come in here today that come up to this table. So there may have been some walk-ins that we didn't get. We had 10 other nonprofits there that day, Rob. That's part of the key of what we're doing. We're here. We have no hidden agenda. I don't care who your sponsors are. I'm not spending time on your website. I'm not calling your sponsors. I couldn't care less. Hire Heroes USA, you're doing this. Please come and set up your table. NC for me, please come set up your table. Hope for Warriors, the Honor Foundation, was with us at PPD. Come. If you're the only, I'll tell you this. The only time a nonprofit would not be invited to come and be a part of one of our events is if I find out that they're a sham. And I unequivocally will tell them, you're not welcome here. And that hasn't happened yet. Mm. But I tell you right now, and I don't, it, it's not only a nonprofit. My name and the good name of whole vet, and even more than that, the respect that we've earned from guys like you, that is something for us to steward. So that you can trust, Evan, when you send one of your boys from Bragg to one of our events, you can say, hey, you can trust what they're doing. The companies that are there, the schools, the nonprofits, you can trust going to that event. Number one, it's going to be time well spent, but you can trust what you hear that day. So how do we scale? We, we do it by building out for us this coalition of individuals and organizations that we can work with. But we're not the only ones, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I've been brought on, actually, uh, I haven't shared this with too many people, but I've been brought on to monthly meetings with like-minded and like-hearted people across the country that want to pull together all of the collaborations or coalitions that are really impactful regionally. And they've got a big plan and a big vision. We'll, we'll see if it takes place. I think it will. But we can scale like that. But it can only be done. you got... I, I, I got to think the only reason I'm sitting here is because you guys trust me. Right? That's such an important thing, you know, and, and you mentioned that once the, the last thing that we ever want to do is give one of our friends a bad recommendation because because in in small communities like a, a team, a platoon, a company within a unit in the military, you know, we we do our research and we look into things. But at the same time, if Matt says, Hey, Dale's a good guy. That's enough for me. Yep. You know, and and it's the same. It's the same when when you're on your on your team and you say, "Hey, Whole Vet's an awesome program. Look into them. Honor Foundation's an awesome program. Look into them." Then I don't want to put my word on anything that I think is going to try and bend someone over or that's not going to be a good experience for someone because I vouched for it and I don't want my teammate to have a bad experience. You know, so it's and then it makes me look like a jerk because I recommended them something bad so that's that's such an important thing uh in in creating that yep well dale two things because we've got about a minute and a half left uh first and foremost next time you have an event let's suiting warriors get in on it um because i'd be more than happy to can, ha can you handle that capacity uh, not 130 not a buck 30 but you give me 25 to 30 people i'll suit them up in a day yeah of course you'll be there because you'll be helping out <clears throat> if somebody wants to get in touch with you Dale, they want to learn more about Whole Vet. Where should they go? So LinkedIn, of course. Uh, we are on Facebook, Whole Vet, Building Lives Together. So we use LinkedIn. Probably anyone listens to this knows the different uses for each tool. LinkedIn primarily for all of our transition stuff. And let me give a quick shout-out. Everything we're doing transition-wise for this year and probably likely in the future is with Onward Opportunity out of Camp Lejeune, mm -hmm. O2O, Shane and Becky. Um, trusted relationships. They do good work. And we, the marriage there is just perfect with what they do and what we do and, and are building together. So uh, LinkedIn and Facebook and our website, of course, wholevet.org. And I don't know if you were going to go to this. I know we don't have much time. The onus is not completely on you. The onus is on you to take responsibility for your life. But the onus is on us, too, as the civilian community. You've served. We need to serve you. But that's not a handout. That's a hand up. It's just an open door that we're all here to build community together. This is a better country if our veteran population is healthy. Sure. Yeah. This is a better country if, if every population is healthy, okay? Absolutely. But for my passion, yeah, the onus is on us, but it's really it's both parties because communication is the lifeblood of every relationship, mm -hmm. and trust is what fuels this. Yeah, that's a good last word right there. Matt, anything to say? I'm stoked that Dale came and talked to us Aim today, too. and uh, even based on all my experience and knowledge of Whole Vet, I mean, you've only 
edified my soul and my vision as far as what Hope Fed is today and where it's going tomorrow. So thank you so much for joining us, brother. Appreciate Kevin? you, man. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to uh, volunteer for Hope Fed. I'm I'll I'll be an ambassador. <laughs> so the I next think... time there's an event in Lexington, South Carolina. No, in Wilmington, North Carolina, because that's where Evan's going to live. <laughs> well, hopefully Dale brought us some T-shirts. We'll be some brand ambassadors on social media wearing a whole vet T-shirt. Well, sir, how did you know this? <laughs> I do, a, actually. It's almost like we discussed it ahead of time. He personally handpicked yes. a color for each one of you. I They're not the same. They're like mood T-shirts. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on Signal Fire Radio. Until next time, go out, feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your soul, and grow your tribe. We will see you next week. Go be a signal fire in your community.